Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got a new face in the clubhouse that I'm so excited. I've just been talking to her offline. It's been fantastic. And I'm excited to have her in. And it's a team that we've talked about, but she's got some fresh perspective. So, Sarah, how are you this this evening for you? But for some fans, it's going to be in the morning when they're listening to it. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to have you on. So before we get started, Top Fan Rivalry followers, as usual, you need to go to TopFanRivalry.com, click on Watch Party, boom, right? We've got watch parties already booked in California, two in California, one in Arizona, one in Houston, and one in Atlanta. And we're coming to L- or we're coming to LA, we're coming to San Francisco, we're coming to San Diego, we're coming to Boston, New York, and Philadelphia. So make sure you click on the little button and let us know whether or not you want to be there so we can plan accordingly. Of course, if you have locker room access... Lots of good things happen. If you don't, come hang out with us anyways. So anyways, enough of the commercial. Let's forget about that. Sarah, who is your favorite team? If I can remember correctly, it's either the Dodgers or the Red Sox, right? Did did I get that right? Yankees. Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) You know I got to mess with you a little bit. This is great. So you're a Yankee fan. Yes. How did that start? Tell me how that started. So when I was five, or actually when I was born, I was a Yankee fan and still am. So five years old, I went to my first Yankee game. And the first athlete I saw was Ramiro Mendoza. So for those who don't know who that is, he's a pitcher for the Yankees, so you can Google him. He signed the baseball that I had in my hand, and I stuck it out and didn't think anyone was going to come over until I saw this really tall man, and I got scared as a five-year-old thinking he's this random guy. Until my uncle said to me, no, 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 stick the ball out, stick the ball out, like he's going to sign it. So then I just see a bunch of these players walking by. And I think ever since then, it was like this adrenaline rush hit. And that's automatically when I got hooked. Nice, nice, nice. Yep. This is my favorite question to ask. And you know why? It always comes back to some type of family. You just mentioned your uncle, like when it all started. Baseball is truly America's favorite pastime, and I love hearing the stories of where it all started, whether it's a cousin, a brother, an aunt, an uncle, whatever. That's just awesome. I love it. Do you still have a ball? Somewhere. I know my (laughs) uncle probably has it stocked somewhere in his memorabilia. He says I have it, but he actually has it because I can't find it. So hopefully I do because it's worth some money. (laughs) There you go. If it's. You know, you'll find out when, when, you know, you get to your uncle's will in a number of years, probably. And all of a sudden that ball is like with one of your cousins. You're like, no, 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 no. That's my ball. That's my I ball. I was there for that. <laughs> right. I was there for that. That's my ball. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we know that you're a Yankee fan. Um, if I were going to ask you, who is your favorite player of all time? And who is your current favorite player? And obviously there's great ones to pick from the Yankees. They don't have to be Yankees, but who are your favorite players of all time and of present? So of all time, I'd say Jeter, Mariano, Posada, Pettit. You can go down the list. That's pastime. Current, it's Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and Anthony Rizzo. Okay. Okay. Well, you got to thank Rizzo for uh, Judge resigning, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I bet you had a small heart attack when you read an unnamed source that said he signed with the Giants. 
Yes. And then seven minutes later, he took it back. Yes. <laughs> seven heart attacks in heaven. I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was me. I co-host a show called Around the Diamond on Saturday mornings. And my co-host is a Giants fan. So it's a Dodger fan and a Giants fan. Oh, which, boy. Yeah. Which can get sometimes heated. And he sent me like three text messages in that short period of time. Judge per this, per this. And my phone is blowing up with the, <laughs> the top 10 rivalry followers that are Giants fans. is just blowing up with Instagram or text messages or whatever. And then seven minutes later, when he took it back, I'm like, where are you boys? Let's go. What's going on? <laughs> and when he signs back with the Yankees, I've sent all the text messages back to him and notes and said, hey, uh, how, how's that going? Yep. I was like, there's nobody on this earth named Arson Judge. So I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah exactly. His high school English teacher was very proud of him, too, for that, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, huh. Yeah, I had, they'd be like, oh, I didn't know there was an arson judge in Major League Baseball. That's so interesting. <laughs> well, and you said one of the players' names wrong. It's not Giancarlo Stan. It's Giancarlo, I cannot find a jersey that fits me correctly, Stan. Yes. Can you please get him a bigger jersey? Can you guys, like, get some cash, grow, you know, <laughs> pass around, the, like, a, a hat, like a collection plate at the church <laughs> or something like that? Buy him a jersey that fits him because we're tired of looking at this guy that doesn't can't fit in same thing with joey gallo yes like, find that guy a jersey that <laughs> the pants the jo we made up a nickname when he was here joey teeny tight pants yeah so and it became posters and and then when he got traded it was like oh that went south okay yeah, that, that's part of the reason why he got traded probably is joey T or joey teeny tiny pants yeah teeny tiny pants yep Woo! yep Okay, so you mentioned all the Yankee recent greats. Tell me about Jeter. Why is Jeter one of your favorite players? So he, after Ramiro Mendoza or Roger Maris, um, honestly, he just became like this one athlete that you can't avoid. He was everywhere. He was on the cereal box. He was on in the Barbie doll section. And I was like, who is this guy? So one interview I watched was him in the minor leagues and I had the biggest crush on him. It's like, you can have a crush on Zach from saved by the bell or, or somebody else on another sitcom, but it was Jeter for me. And it just stuck ever since. But of course I didn't follow the whole, you know, his dating life and whatever that I was a kid. All I cared about was baseball. But it was the fact that he just was on the top of like the toppest list for me. I had everybody below him, like Mariano and, you know, um, Pettit, but he was at the top of the list and still is. Like, I still fight people for him because I'm like, no, Jeter's mine. You can't have him. Jeter is my captain forever, and it will never change. It was a class act how the Yankees handled that captain thing where yes. they had Jeter there, you know, kind of pass him in the ton, so to speak, right? And... I just, I loved how the Yankees, hit. the Yankees always do things classy. Sometimes they step in it, but lots yes. of times it's very classy. They understand how to yes. be classy. And that's what the organization is about. I mean, you get a guy like Johnny Damon who looked with his beard and long hair in Boston, like Duck mm. Dynasty. And then he comes over to the Yankees and he's clean shaven. I like it. Clean shaven. I mean, that's, that's the Yankee way. You, yeah. 
you're classy, right? Yeah. You mentioned another player too, which I thought was phenomenal. This is a person I think belongs in the Hall of Fame. And by far, I think he is, um, I think he's one of the, just the best dudes, right? He still walks his kids to school, signs autographs, and that's Posada. Yeah. I mean, switch hitting catcher, hits 260 yep. for his career, wins yep. all those rings. Like, I was surprised that he didn't get it. I'm hoping that this whole new group of, like, how they did the 80s and then they're going to do the 90s and the 2000s is this players group, right, um, yep. for voting for not the Veterans Committee, but I forget what they call it, the Contemporary Era or something like that committee. Something like I hope that, that, yeah. they let Posada in because Posada yeah. is the guy that, that deserves to be in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm still shocked that he's not. Like, sometimes I just shake my head like, Posada's not there. Okay, what are we going to do about it? Absolutely nothing because it's Major League Baseball. And they have, like you said, 900 pages of consent somewhere saying Posada shouldn't be there, which Posada should. But yeah, I don't when, know. You, when you look at a catcher that, I mean, I, I love interleague play. But I'll tell you, when Casada was still playing, when he'd come to Chavez Ravine, when he'd come to Dodger Stadium, I'd hate to see him because he'd always come up with that hit when you didn't want him to get a hit. Like you, oh, you yeah. were cheering for him when he was playing anybody but your team. <laughs> but Yes. Yeah, that's how I am sometimes with these other teams, too. That's He was that one, you know, Dustin Pedroia, for one. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. It was just the damn Red Sox uniform that he had on drove me insane. <laughs> And it was the same thing for Nomar Garcia Barra. Yeah. Loved the guy. Couldn't stand the damn Red Sox uniform. Drove me nuts. Hey, you must have loved him when he was a cover Dodger then. You could do that. Oh, definitely. I actually like him as a Dodger announcer. I watched yeah. one of the highlights on YouTube. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. No more Red Sox. Thank you, God. Yeah. Can you imagine a pitch clock with uh, Nomar in his like his batting gloves and everything oh that... The umpire would be like, get in the box. Get in Let's the box. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, he took about 45 minutes to fix his batting gloves. Yeah. I still remember that, too. And I was like, okay. 45 minutes later, still fixing his batting gloves. I told my wife we were watching a, we were watching a Dodger game. And, well, she wasn't really watching it. I was watching it. And I told her one day. I got up. And it was like, it was kind of in a crucial part. I don't remember exactly what was going on. But no more was that bad. And I got up and went into the kitchen to grab something to, you know, snack on. And she goes, yeah. aren't you going to sit here and watch that? I said, let me know when he taps his wristband. Because that means that he's done that with all this stuff and he's getting in the box. As soon as he taps his wristband, let me know and I'll be in. <laughs> I got at least 25 minutes. That's exactly how That's how exactly how exactly I feel with uh, Juan Soto. He does yeah. his little dance and shakes the bat. And I'm like, are you done? <laughs> yeah. get Get in the box. Get yep. in the box. Yep. Yep. Amen to that. Okay. So I love the fact that you're a Yankee fan. I love the fact that you know these people. I love the fact that these are our favorite players. I love the experience. Let's talk about stadiums. Okay. Where have you been? What stadiums have you been to? So Camden Yards. I hate okay. the wall and left, but the old Camden Yards. Okay. Um, let's see. Citizens Bank Park. Okay. The old and new Yankee stadiums. Um, Fenway, which I can't stand for the life of me. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yes. And hmm, City Field. I think those Thank are the you. only stadiums I've been to. 
Okay. Okay. Yep. So you're an East Coast girl. I mean, obviously it's yes. you stayed there. So I'm going to ask a follow-up question to that then. Okay. Okay. So let's assume that money wasn't an object. You had the time off of work, right? Yep. But you can only go to five ballparks that you Ooh. haven't been to yet. Where are you going to go? Dodger Stadium's one. Okay. God, I love Dodger Stadium. Um, let's see. Hmm. Petco Park is another. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. The new, actually, no, Safeco Park, where the Mariners okay. used to play until they knocked it down. Um, let's see. That was three, four. Hmm. I'd probably say. God, I'm drawing a blank. Um. Oh, Coors Field. I definitely go to Coors Field. I hear that one all the time. Okay. Yep. One more. And let's see. I'm trying to think. There's one more. Hmm. Where else would I go? I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of another place. Okay. So I'll tell you which ones I normally hear. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. DNC Park in Pittsburgh because it okay. looks awesome. Great yes. American Ballpark in Cincinnati because, again, the atmosphere. Right now, nobody goes to watch the Reds, according to a friend of mine who's a huge Reds fan. He's like, you can get tickets anytime. Just come on out. It's not a big deal. We're challenging the A's for their attendance records. Um, Wrigley Field because of the history. Uh-huh. Minute Maid Park down in, um, down in Houston um, because of the ambiance to it. And oftentimes I'll hear as hard as this is for me to say, AT&T Park where the Giants play. Okay. That one is, so I hear those all the time. So any of those ring a bell? I'm trying to think. Let me see. 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 Oh, if I had to pick. Oh, God. That's really, really, really hard. Wrigley. Definitely Wrigley. Wrigley. I figured you'd say that because of the history. Wrigley. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time I watch uh, Rookie of the Year, I always get chills of Henry Rowan Gardner saying pitcher's got a big butt. Yeah. And yep, it's yep. absolutely hysterical. But at the same time, I think back to like the Brizzo days where they had the commercial and the hot dog and everything. And I just like love the old Cubs with like Baez and Brian and Brizzo. I love that. Yeah. And then when I watched the World Series documentary when they played Cleveland, it was a little hard to watch because I think I was like so nervous because. If you notice when Anthony Rizzo steps up to the plate, he gets so close to home plate, it drives me insane. So I'm like, he's going to get hit again. So every single time I think about Wrigley, I think about Rizzo this close to the plate and Chris Bryant just laughing in the dugout like this dude is just going to get hit again. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, being a former pitcher in high school and college, somebody does that to me and Rizzo can get around on the inside pitch. So I wouldn't yes. worry about hitting his front. I'd, aim for his back yeah i yeah. I literally aim for his back because I'll show you hey you want to crowd me i'll hit you but i'm gonna hit you in your back so you can't get around on it <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it is and like it doesn't phase him he's gotten hit 300 freaking times in his life i'm sure more and yeah. he just it's like nothing yeah i i love rookie of the year i so i posted up a bunch of fun little things i did a real in fact i'm gonna do a real either tonight or tomorrow night rosenbagger you know they never can say yes. name right rookie of the year it's it's a yes. great 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 movie so that's it is. yeah um so if you get out to petco the Pe- uh, petco has a city built around it basically so yes, anything you can think of to eat it's there but i promise you sarah you're going to think it's a different ballpark 
because there's spots where the lights aren't east to west. They're north yes. to south. So Ooh. to me, the field looks a little dark at night okay. in certain spots. Now they've added more east to west lights, but they have these poles that go north and south. It's, wow. I watched a game one time there and I'm like, can these boys see? Like, I've yes. got, what's going on? That's I watched the Dodgers when they were there at Petco and I was like, and I just remember there was like a swarm of bees yeah. at one game. I was like, yeah. what's with the damn bees? I just hope that, and I think Tatis was in center field and he's going like this. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in center field? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, in the summertime down there, so their, their stadium is almost right on the water, but in the summertime, yeah. No holds barred with bees, just like in Cleveland, uh, you know, no holds barred with um, uh, not flies, but uh, the, the one that Java Chamberlain. Yeah, the gnats yeah, with the Java gnats. Chamberlain. They kept sticking on them and everything like yes. that. Yeah. So it's it, kind of the same thing in San Diego. Okay. Um, a couple of ballparks I'll mention to you offline because I don't want to embarrass them, but there's a couple of ballparks that I've been to that I'd stay away from. Okay. Because they're not great ballparks to watch games at. But okay. um, one of the ones that I haven't been to that I would love to get to, besides Minute Maid Park, I'd love to get to Miami. Um, oh, yeah. It just looks like a fun little ballpark. It does. Yeah. And you know what it is? When Stanton was there, they had the the mural-looking thing in the back. And I was like, what is this? Carnival? Yeah. It has that, like, Carnival feel to it. And when Jeter was down there, when Stanton was down there, I wanted to go to a game. But it was like you've got no time to go down to Miami for a baseball game and just come back because it's a money B it's like, we'll stand and be alive or play that day and C will Jeter even be there anymore or will he be somewhere else? Yeah. So that was the only problem. Yeah, it was that it's a great ballpark down there. I haven't been down, uh, but it looks great on TV. I've done lives with pop fans. In fact, that's some of the stuff that you and I will do when the season comes. When you're going okay. to Yankee Stadium, let me know ahead of time. We'll do an Instagram live. Okay. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. Take your ear ear uh, phones that way. Like you can hear me because half the time people can't hear me. And I'm like right up on the thing and people are going, <laughs> oh, good, Bill. I can see right up your nose. Yeah, I know. Yes. Um, so that they can hear me. Come on. So. Oh, I will. I will. Definitely. You have to scream in Yankee Stadium because the new speakers Yep. It's like, you know, the sound of Bob Shepard used to mutely hear him. Now it's like you hear Aaron Judge and you're like, ah, right in your ear. So I <laughs> totally Advil understand. During the game. Yep. Ooh, I got a headache. Yep. Uh, I've awesome. done that a couple of times. It's, it's actually like really loud. Yeah. I've been there. I was there actually two years after the stadium opened. Okay. Um, and they still had the old Yankee Stadium. They had it partially torn down but you can see in between the walls yes. and i just thought man if those walls could talk some of the stories that they could tell oh right? man man yeah i still hear bob shepherd in my head that every time i hear bob shepherd like i have the utmost chills up and down my arm because that's and there's like this uh page that my friend sends me new york yankees history or it's like nyy history and it's Bob Shepard in a couple videos just talking about Jeter for like two minutes straight. And it's unbel it's just unbelievable. And I sit there and I have tears down my face. 
Cause it's like that one part of childhood that nobody really gets anymore. Right. Now batting number two, Derek Jeter, number two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's the utmost chills. I, I just remember watching it on TV and I was like, Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Okay. So final question for you. Okay. Um, and this is going to be a fun one. Okay. I'm going to add a little spice to this question. Okay. Um, typically I would ask you what you're looking forward to about the 2023 season, which I want to know that too, but I'm going to add a little spice to it because I think you're in the toughest division in baseball. Yes. I think all five teams in that division are competitors. Yes. Um, and so tell me a little bit about what you're looking forward to in the 2023 season, but tell me about that division as a Yankee fan. What are you hoping to be able to do and or slash avoid, right? You know, you take it from, you take it from there. So I think in 2023, well, first of all, let's keep judge in the outfield, not at first base. They had him doing reps at first base. drove me. It was lovely, but I'm like, please God, don't pull a groin. So we have to keep judge Stanton and Rizzo on the field. That's one. Amen. Um, Let's see. Another one is hmm, trying to think. I mean, as as a Yankee fan in the AL East, every time we play Toronto, it's like a war zone because Alec Manoa, how many times you have to aim for judges face is ridiculous. It's like he's just like it's like a using judge as a human dartboard drives me crazy because I feel like the Rays do it. And Toronto does it. And the Orioles sometimes do it, but I do like the Orioles to an extent. So I think it's more of let's keep judge, like I said, a lot. Because it, it seems that every time there's the team comes Toronto, it's like this huge fest, like, oh, the Yankees going to win game one of the two game series. So it's the fact that it's all about trying to keep the Yankees on the right path. But playing the Red Sox is another thing. I sit there watching these games, especially when they're at Fenway, and you see Judge signing the ball for the kids. And that gives me chills too. Because it's like he, it just, it reminds me of Jeter at Yankee Stadium by the third baseline, just signing the balls for each child. Now, watching the Red Sox come to Yankee Stadium is really interesting because behind um, the, actually, in right fields where the bleacher creatures are, right field is the loudest part of Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. because every single time Devers comes up, all you hear is the loud amount of boos enter the stadium. And it's hilarious because it's like that's just that one part of the stadium where you honestly, you're like, what, what is going on? Cause I have season tickets in left field. Nothing really? really goes on in left field. Left field is kind of just the boring part of the stadium where you just see bright lights coming from, you know, the top deck of where home plate is, but the amount of the roll call and the booze and the bleacher creatures, that's why people somehow like Yankees. Cause I think we're just really lively. And I think Alex Verdugo just can't stand us because we're always throwing something at him because we're always pissed off 
So let's try to avoid throwing things on the fields. That's probably another thing. Alex Verdugo is not loved by the Dodger fans right now either. Oh, he's, yeah. He, what he said about the 2020 season, I'm like, dude, you got to come play L.A. next year in L.A. We're going to Boston this year. So be Ooh. careful when you come to L.A., brother, because it yeah. ain't going to be wor- work out so well for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm excited about the L.A. series with the Yankees. I loved Players Weekend. I was I actually wanted to go out for Players Weekend because I have cousins that are not far from Calabasas. Okay. And I I wanted to go out for Players Weekend because Corey Seager was there, Cody Bellinger was there. You have Judge and Stanton in the same stadium. You can't get the four of them in the same stadium anymore. It's so hard. Well, and every time I hear, exactly, that's exactly yeah. it. And Texas actually comes here this season. So I'm, I want to get the Dodger Jersey signed by him. And hopefully when Bellinger comes with the Cubs, because that was another thing I was shocked about. The Bellinger trade was really shocking. Well, <laughs> the Dodgers had a team option on him. Yeah. Um, and they chose not to exercise. So his team option was 19 million for this season. Okay. okay. And his batting average over the last three seasons has been 211. Oh, okay. So it's really, really hard to justify yeah. giving somebody 19 million who's hitting 211. Now, 211. his batting average is probably just like Joey Gallo's. It's probably going to go up 15, yeah. 20 points because of the shift rule this year. Yes. Right. Yes. But um, he. And and Cody, in essence, from no, I don't know Cody. I haven't talked to Cody. Um, I haven't talked to any of the ownership of the Dodgers or anything like that. But I always joke around and say, "Oh, they called me. I sent them a voicemail." But um, <laughs> but my understanding was Cody and his agent weren't going to budge on a lower number. Okay. That they wanted a one year deal um, right. for nineteen million, which is what they got in in. Actually, I think he got a little bit more in uh, Chicago. Chicago, and, yeah. And so the thing that makes me nervous for Cody, I think Cody's a phenomenal talent. I think he's a phenomenal dude on and off yes. the field. Um, again, never having met him, but just the way he manages the media and stuff like that. The thing that makes me nervous for Cody is that he is now put him in a position, put himself in a position. It's a one-year deal with with the Cubs. Chicago. He either has to uh, – you know, has to produce. Otherwise, next season, he's not going to get a long-term deal. He's not going to get a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those, prove it to me, and it won't be with the Cubs and won't be with the Dodgers. Yeah. So he'll end up with Kansas City on a one-year, $8 million, $10 million deal. Like mm-hmm. he, is, he is stuck, and every at-bat means something, and it's just too much pressure for one player to have right. every at-bat, right? right? I mean, Aaron's going to get that, but it's New York. Right. Yes. He's going to get that because he signed a two bazillion dollar contract and everybody expects him to hit a 600 foot home run at every at bat. Yeah. He's going to get that. But it's New York. And Cody, Chicago is different than New York. I mean, Chicagoans can be tough on you, but. It's New York. You you know what I mean? Yes. So that's that's what it is. And everybody and Aaron Judge is going Cody Bellinger, Aaron Judge, all these guys are going – tell me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but they're all going to have the dog days of summer where they're going to go five for for 37. Oh, yeah. With 
10 strikeouts and yeah. only one home run. And yeah. everybody's going to lose their mind. But it's baseball. That's what it's, happens. That's what happens. Baseball is unexpected and you can't write it. It's not a script. It's not a Hollywood movie. It's not a Spielberg film. It's just baseball. Literally. Corey Seager, how many times did he go what for what, but still have so many hits? Still get on base so many times. Still make all these amazing plays. He is another shortstop I absolutely love. And yes, I was upset that he left the Dodgers because I was, I'm still crying into his uniform. But at the same time, it's the fact that, like you said, you're going to have the up and down days. You're going to have those. That's baseball. The pitcher is going to get Tommy John. Hopefully not. But he will because you're throwing over 100 miles an hour every okay. time you're getting up to, to the mound. And it's like you're throwing off a mound that's not going to always be the same every single day. After a rainstorm in New York, the mound looks like the Hudson River. I'm not, it, it is un, it's unreal, but playing in Yankee Stadium is definitely different than playing in any other ballpark. Yeah. Because no. it's the aura of it. Well, it's the aura of it, and it's the, I mean, it's the winning side of it. You guys, your organization is, is built on winning. They expect yes. winning. I yes. mean, look at Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson came from from wherever it was, uh, Arizona. The, you guys, Seattle he, or Arizona? Yeah, yeah. And he hated it because it was too much pressure. He wasn't used to that kind of pressure. Yeah. There's only there's only a certain number of players that can succeed in New York. Mm-hmm. And I mean, guys like David Wright, guys like Derek Jeter, they they did it right. Guys like Jorge Posada, they did it right. There's other guys like you and I mentioned offline before. Um, we won't mention names, but may may have worn number 13 and played third base um, that may not have always done it right in New York. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it is, it, it is what it is. I love your, I love your take on this guy. I mean, we could talk all night about it. I love oh, I the fact that, you know, your Yankees and it's not from a, just a fan perspective. You understand the game. You understand that. Yeah. And, you know, when judges going through that one for, or that three for 37, you know, slump, yeah. You're not going to be out there saying, fire this guy. You're going to be like, it's baseball. It's baseball. Right? It's baseball. Yeah. Because it and was like so, the postseason. I understand we got swept by the Astros. I understand the Astros think they're, you know, the hoopty hoopy law. But that's that's just how it is. It's baseball. And I wasn't the fan booing Judge. Judge just hit 62 fucking home runs. And yeah. you're telling me, oh, he can't walk during a postseason game? Try hitting 62 home runs yeah, without using anything or without even he was in the cage every single day. Oh, this at bat was amazing. I hit a grand slam, but baseball is not about hitting home runs. It's about getting on base. It's about being the player you need to be for your team and also supporting and trying to help your organization win a world series. We haven't won a world series since 09. We get it. But at the same time, it's the fact that it's it's baseball. Just enjoy it, no matter what time of the day it is. No. Amen. Amen. And I and I love that atmosphere. I mean, remember, not everybody can be as blessed as Tony Gwynn. Oh, yeah. um, You know, who, by the way, he was a baseball. He's baseball royalty at the plate. I mean, he what what did they say? I read a stat the other day that he only struck out 
four times in one game, like once in his career or, yes, you know, something like that. I mean, he yes. was amazing. But again, you are the best of the best in the game. If you get up 10 times and you get three hits, that means that's 30%. Now, I'm not a high school math teacher, but I know if I would have got 30% on my high school math test, I'm taking the class again. Oh, yeah. Uh, so baseball is a game of failure, so we just got to accept it, right? Yep. yep, that's just how it is. Sarah, you have been a phenomenal guest. Can we get you on again yeah. with some people? And can we talk some more Yankees baseball at some point? Yes, yes. You have been absolutely phenomenal. Top 10 rivalry followers. Sarah is great. We are going to tag her. This will, uh, you, you've got to follow her. She's got great Yankee content on it. Um, how I found her was amazing. I was just in Instagram and I just, in the search, I put New York Yankees fans and she was the number third that came up. So that tells you how much Instagram knows that she's a, a Yankee fan. So Sarah, we're so grateful for your time tonight. You've been phenomenal. Stick around for a second. We'll talk a little bit more. Sure. Thank you All so right. much. You're welcome.